Have you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. Yo, it's uh, another episode of Open Bar Talk Podcast, the uh, dopest bartending interview podcast in the universe. Uh, if you want to find the show, it's uh, openbartalk at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find our show, you can do that at Open Bar Talk across all of the pla- or all of fucking whatever you call it, podcast platforms. That's what they're called. That's where you get these. Um, if you want to find uh, us social media wise, uh, we're on Instagram as well. Be sure to follow us. We'll follow you back. Uh, if you're wondering who the host is, uh, it is I, uh, Jim Search. You can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on all social media, find me at Jim Search. Uh, those are the places to get to me. And, uh, you know, we've been on a little hiatus uh, from the show, but we are back again. And I'm very excited to introduce uh, the, our returning guest. This is the second run. Uh, that's the beauty of this podcast here, right? Is that, uh, you know, you can have uh, bartenders on more than once because they never run out of stories because people are fucking maniacs. Uh, you know, it is a uh, uh, it's a honor and it's a privilege to introduce a uh, friend of mine uh, who I've known for a long time. I'm very excited. Amazing bartender, even kinder soul. It is the return of Ralph. It's the return of Ralph. Ralph, how are you, sir? Good to be back. Ah, good to have you back, man. You know, we've been uh, we've been fighting to get you back on. Life has gotten in the way, uh, but you know what? They can't stop the show, and they can't stop us. They cannot they stop these guys like us down, Jim. They try. They, they, they try, but you know what? Those are what we call haters. That's a that's a little polo thermos you got there too, huh? It sure is. It sure is for the uh, listeners. I am uh, sipping a uh, polo thermos. Uh, I can tell you, it is water. Are they not going to see the video here? No. Well, they'll they'll see video for like the promo stuff, but like the actual audio podcast, they're not going to see. I just but, feel like your listeners should know that you're wearing an awesome polo robe mm-hmm. and a matching hat. It's just mm-hmm. killing it, killing it. Yeah, I mean, the aesthetics are here. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's not amateur hour, uh, not in podcast and in uh, in attire. Uh, you know, we are certainly here to give uh, the full package, you know, uh, and, and that's that's just what we do here at Open Bar Talk. Now, uh, you know, as we know, uh, you know, the, the format of the show is, you know, we kind of uh, walk through the uh, humble beginnings of, uh, of our bartenders who are on here. Um, now, you have returned to the show. However, there might be some guests who are new to the uh, new to the ride. So can you can you just give us a little bit of how you got into bartending again for those who may not be diehard fans, but will be and are going to now hear the story twice? Sure, man. it's going to get better the second time you tell it. Yeah, really quick. I was a barista on 4th Avenue in uh, Park Slope. Park Slope, mm-hmm. Warm Hill. I don't know, whatever you call that neighborhood. And now uh, this crazy guy used to come in and buy cookies all the time. And uh, that coffee shop, while it was closing, crazy guy asked me if I wanted to bartend for him across the street. And that crazy guy happened to be Jacob Rabinowitz, who's now my, my partner in crime. Ah, yes. I've, I've met him many times. Yeah, yeah. That must have been, I don't know, man, like 15 years ago, wow. something like that. Yeah. And then uh, just moved my way up the ranks. And, yeah. and here I am, Jim. 
Unemployed due to COVID. <laughs> Unemployed, yeah, yeah. I mean, for those, because uh, I mean, this podcast serves as a time capsule, but uh, we are recording this during the uh, COVID uh, pandemic. So if you are a bartender, then this is really fucking tough. And so hence uh, your unemployment status right now. Um, but uh, you know what? We persevere. We have made it through. Uh, we're continuing to work. We're th- oh, we'll be back stronger and better than ever. Uh, you know, so fear not uh, of those who worry. Now, uh, that is kind of the origin story of Ralph, right? Uh, now, let's get into some more stories. And again, as I, I have to say, this is what I love about the show so much is that like, I Ralph has told me off air has told me so many stories that I've been like, does it really happen? And you're like, man, you know what? There's There's better ones that I forgot. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I found that this time around, I'm trying to think of stories, and the fact that I've been out of that world for just a month, right? It's just it, they've all been erased. It's crazy. Like I've forgotten <laughs> more crazy shit in the last month. But anyway, I've, I've got a couple for you. I think a couple. I think less prepared this time. So if you if you remember any yourself, please uh, you know. Fill me sure. In. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, let's uh, well let's set it off, man. Uh, what's what's another uh, what's another tale from behind the stick? All right, man. So, you know, I know this story has to be told. I wish it wasn't me that had to tell it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's arguably the best intro I think I've heard to a story in a long time. (laughs) Now, yeah, so I was actually texting people yesterday like, man, you know, I'm going to be on Jim's podcast. I need some stories, man. I forgot them all. And they're like, oh, Jim, search. You got to tell them about the guy who looked like Bodie that ran out of toilet paper. Yes. Jim's going to dig that one. Now, Mm -hmm. often people ask me, what's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen as a bartender? Right. I'm like, no, I told last time the guy who threw up in the Guinness glass. Plenty of puke stories. It's always disgusting. This was by far the most disgusting thing I've ever seen as a human, let alone a bartender. (laughs) So, man, you know, I was working a happy hour shift. This must have been like six o'clock. Right. He walks in and he looks like Bodhi from Point Break. I think you've seen that film a few times. Oh, more than more than once. More yeah. than once. Has, Bodhi, has that Bodhi. kind of swagger to him. And, uh, you know, he walks in and I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. Like, it's 2018. You're wearing a Baja. I, I respect it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sits down, shoots the shit a little bit. Uh, he was drinking Gaffel Kolsch. He got about a quarter of the way through his Gaffel Kolsch. And he went into the bathroom. Okay. I didn't take note of this, just like, you know, it was two or three other people in the bar. I was going to ask, what was, so it was, it was, it was a light happy hour then? A couple, a couple of folks around this? Very light happy hour, a Tuesday, you know, not much going on. Okay. And now, dude is in the bathroom for a while. And I don't think he's up to no good. He doesn't look like, you know, he's, he just, he's in there for a long time. My, my spidey sense is tingling. My bartender, right. I'm like, this is, something's wrong. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to give him two, three more minutes, and then I'm going to throw him a knock. Sure, and sure. It's going on 12, 15 minutes at this point. So I throw him the knock. He's like, almost, almost. All right, man, cool. Do your thing. Like, just, you're all right? Cool. Sure. Now, let me ask you, when you heard, like, the yeah. almost, almost, was there, like, were you able to kind of put together, like, is he taking a shit? Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's that yeah. sort of response that could kind of tell you where he's at. The, uh, <laughs> the tone of his voice told me he wasn't shooting up. And that's what I was looking for. Right. right. Okay. That was, that's a better way of phrasing it. So I assumed he was taking a shit, which is fine. 
that's that's what it's there for. But there was something. There's an element of distress in his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know where that was coming from. But you know, give him some time. Mm-hmm. So my man walks out of the bathroom and he calls me over to the side of the bar. I'm like, all right, like away go. from where he's sitting, or just kind of like off yeah, to the like, side. He's kind of sitting like in like mid bar, but he calls me to the corner of the bar. Okay, he needs have some private time with me. He goes. Hey, listen, man, uh, I used up all the toilet paper, so I just finished up with what I had on me. Everything is fine, but you may want to take the garbage downstairs because it's pretty ripe. Oh, Jesus. Right? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I guess I appreciate it, you know? Sure, yeah, total transparency. So I walk into an olfactory nightmare. Of course, which I explained. <laughs> yeah. Now, in this man's haste to throw away the things that he used, he had knocked the top off the garbage can. So placed on top of all the garbage in the garbage can, a handkerchief. I don't have to tell you that it was covered in shit. Obviously, we know that. Yeah. A handkerchief, some boxers, and one sock, Jim. Oh, no. Right? Now, this isn't the best part of the story. This is just gross. So I tie it up. I bring it downstairs. I'm like, you know, I'm miserable. This is awful. How, why is why is my life led me here? Sure, sure, sure. Stairs. My man had finished his beer. I was surprised to see him at the bar still. Obviously, like I'd be yeah. embarrassed personally. You leave. Right? You leave. The man looks at me and orders another beer. Oh. <laughs> like I want that level of confidence. Like I just cleaned up your shit. Yeah. And you're going to stay for another drink. I don't know. I, I bordering on sociopathy, I think, but I, I, you know, that's, that's a level of self-confidence I'd like to have someday. Maybe. Now here's the thing, right. And it's interesting you say that cause you bring up hmm. like the potential of like uh, a sociopath perhaps even, or was he so bohemian, right. That uh, like uh, he perhaps took the angle of just like, Yo, we all shit, man. Sometimes we shit ourselves. I mean, look, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm confident in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I wonder if there's that potential for that or potential for that to be the case. You know, well, maybe I'm the one with the problem. Why am I getting? All <laughs> yeah, maybe it's society, Jim. I don't know. Yeah, look, you know what? Are you the one who's judging because a man shat himself and then yeah. had the confidence to to continue? Well, to sit at the bar commando with one sock, you know, that what? level of discomfort, I'd want to go home, but. I would, yeah, well, like, what, I mean, well, and also, I guess what's kind of interesting is, like, what is your end game of sitting at the bar? He's by himself, right? By himself, yeah. I can't imagine he's on a date. This isn't like, hey, babe, let's well, go grab you know, a drink. Again, and, let's not judge. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I can't, judgment-free zone. We're a very judgment-free zone. But like I, I, I get the feeling that like he uh, it just I want to I want to say that was that was courage, right? Because you have to think about this as we talk about this man who uh, shit himself. Is that it wasn't a situation where he like shit his pants? You know what I mean? Like he shit in the toilet, yeah. but then just so use used up the the rest of the yeah. Yeah, so like he wouldn't necessarily smell like shit. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like 
if this were a situation where he like couldn't make it and like I don't know, he was like banging on the door and then like someone's in there yeah. and he shit himself and then like He I, made it, but I, I venture to guess that he was in a bit of gastric distress when he did make it, you know? Oh for sure, man. Well look, you heard the discomfort. You heard the uh yeah. you heard the cries of help, right? Now so he did he stay well okay so yeah, so many questions right so many yeah. follow-ups because again that that's the beauty of this podcast is that these situations spring so much yeah. uh is what after he like sat back down and he ordered another drink were you like were you just sit, was he just sitting there in silence like were you like how's the weather like did you engage him i guess is my question you know what i didn't engage him directly but i wasn't trying to ignore him either, you know, but we didn't just conversation didn't flow after that experience. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so shocked that he did not, uh, you did not find a common ground yeah. uh, to, to, to exchange with. Um, now was he, uh, was he just one more, like, did he just get another beer? He did was one that, more, nursed it for about 15 minutes and took off as if nothing had happened. I mean, but you know, I feel like in that respect, in that light, he like got the other beer because if he left, he, I think he felt more strain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like he wanted to bring some normalcy to the situation, which it, you know, it's like when you do something awkward and you try and explain why it's happening and it makes it worse, that other beer made it worse. He could have just cut it and been like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Called it, but said, no, no, no. Perhaps I can, perhaps this will turn around for me. (laughs) Maybe there's, maybe there's something I don't see that's happening right now. Right. Yeah. Holy shit, man. In every sense of the word. And for whatever, whatever reason that was just, I don't know. It was just really gross, man, to see. Yeah. What are you going to do? What can you do, man? I mean, you handled it professionally, right? Like this was. I did handle it professionally, I'd say. Yeah. You know, now granted, uh, I'm sure he, uh, he probably thinks about that still to this day. I don't know, man. You know, I, I, I don't know if he tells the story, you know, it may have just, this could happen all the time. (laughs) This could be business as usual, right? This could be an everyday occurrence for for our friend here. Um, so, all right. So because you have had so many great bar stories involving similar incidents so you know i was like search has to hear this one as a as a shit story enthusiast um, as a shit story enthusiast yes i have uh i have bear witness to many uh many of those exchanges and uh yeah they're never they're they're a real harrowing tale of uh of humility yeah, yeah. Uh, it lets you know where you are in the world that um sometimes there are forces greater than yourself Indeed. uh so, all right. So we have uh, Bodhi Shittacon, right? Yes. Uh, now you said you had some. You had some other ones, right? I, we were texting a little bit, and there was man. One. I feel like you were there for another one of these. I think we told the story of the uh, the brawl at Union Street last time. Um. Did oh, where I came in and I was like, something's going to happen. Yeah. It, yeah. I yeah. Had, the guy who lost his. Uh, who lost his ring? When yes. He was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, listeners, uh, that is a that is an amazing story that I actually witnessed firsthand. So, if you dig that one, then by all means, go back and listen to Ralph's original appearance on there because it is definitely uh, worth worth a worth a run. Um, 
but yeah, that was, uh, that was, I believe that was the night I was wearing a suit. I had just come from a party. Yes, yes, yes. And, well, I think uh, this one you were here, you were at Union Street as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's go. Let's see if I was there. But yeah, let, fill in the gaps if I'm, if I'm wrong. Sure, sure. So it starts off pretty intense. It's about nine o'clock on a Friday night. Okay. Guy walks in our front door, bleeding profusely from his face. All right. Just gushing blood from his face. And I run up, you know, I'm managing that night. I'm like, hey, man, you know, what's going on? What do you think? Like, and he's like, man, they beat the shit out of me next door. I need to hide out here. <laughs> I don't. Do I not feel, of course I feel for the man. Sure. That just doesn't sound like something that we're equipped to deal with. So I'm like, no. man, I'll call the cops for you, whatever you want. But you got to take it outside. Meanwhile, he's bleeding on our floor and sure. people are alarmed, you know, as, as we are. I don't, you know, I'll be, I don't know if I was here for that. I, I don't know. Oh, that. man. Well, we'll keep going. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, so as I'm trying to like, kind of talk to him and get him out the door, uh, I can only assume as his wife walks in and starts screaming at me, they beat the shit out of him. You have to help him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Sure. So, call the police. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Now people are getting involved. You know how it is. Like try, now other people are trying to help him out and it's just getting all confusing. And I'm like, guys, like, let's take it outside. Right. You take it outside. They're going to beat the shit out of him. Just as she says this, two of the largest men I've ever seen in my life appear at the, uh, the door of Union street pub. Oh no. And I walk over and Jim, I'm not a tough guy. You know that. <laughs> I'm not, but not in certain situations, I don't know. Like I, I opened the door and I said, Hey guys, not in here, not tonight. And one of them shook my hand and walked away. And that was that. And it was, it was, a but I still had to get these guys outside. So the cops show up. She pretends that she's still on the phone with the cops. I check her phone. It's been dead the whole time. She never called anyone. She's out of her mind. Oh There's Jesus. Places. Okay. So I get him outside. Cops there. I'm like, hey, listen. He got beat up across the street. This and that. Give him the whole deal. And cop goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just let him sit at your bar while we talk to his wife. And I was like, no, no, no. Bleeding guy is not going inside. No. He's not allowed into my business. Now, this goes on for about 15 minutes. Now, you back and forth with the cop of like, he should be in there? Back and forth. I'm like, listen, man, like, they're not coming in. I just got them out. It's a whole thing. They're like, no, no, no. Just let them inside. You got to let them in. So I'm like, I don't have to do shit. No, I don't. That's fucking nuts, man. So yeah. And at 15 minutes of this, I'm exhausted back and forth, all this. Now EMT pulls up. This guy clearly needs an ambulance. I mean, you know, stitches are going to have to be a thing. His sure. wife freaking out. And, uh, EMT jumps out, you know, probably 25 year old lady. And she goes to the cops, leave that fucking kid alone. We'll take him in the ambulance. It was very nice that you called me a kid. I, I'm much older than she is. Right? <laughs> so finally I'm like, Oh my God, someone's here to save the day. Now, bloody guy and his wife, they're trying to yank them into the ambulance. And someone comes from across the street with a bag. And I see a little back and forth. With the guy with the bag and the bloody guy and the wife? Yeah, yeah. So 
Okay. Guy from the street has a plastic bag, arguing with them, arguing with the EMT. And then finally I hear him say, I don't give a shit who hit you. You paid for the chicken wings. Do you want them or not? And I saw <laughs> this man grab the bag. And I can only imagine eat some wings in the back of an ambulance on his way to, yeah. <laughs> I don't care who, I don't care. What is it? I don't care if you got the shit beat out of you or I don't not. Care if you beat the shit you, whatever. Yeah. You paid for the chicken wings. Do you want them or not? Do you want them or not? Yo, man. (laughs) Again, there's such a philosophical talking point, right? Of just like, are you completely psychotic in that you're not aware of the, are you completely oblivious of the shit around you? I'm just like, I don't think my man wants these chicken wings. I just, he's, but apparently he did. He took him. He took, he took him. him. He took, what, he took I, what I really appreciate about appreciate about that story it was it turns out it was the guy in the kitchen across the street. Just how calm he was about the whole situation. Like we have we have bloody people and, and all that. And he's just like, man, listen, I made him. Do you want him? That's <laughs> which. Yeah, look, this is my work. This is what I yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? And that's and, how it is on that block after nine o'clock on a Friday every single weekend. So like you know, why well, get upset about it? As many as many have said about that uh, place in question, there's bad juju on that corner. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There's little bit. there's some unfortunate unfortunate energy uh, across the street from the bar of this uh, a question, uh, which, yeah, I mean, and then I also think uh, as you say that that also lends itself to his calm and his nonchalant is that like this happens all the time, all the time. All yeah. the t- someone's think, yeah, twice a month on a Friday, like something happens. Yeah, yeah, there's some wild shit that 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 transpires. Hence, why he was like, "Do you do you want the wings or not?" I wonder. Although, I wonder, did he share the wings with the EMT? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so too. I really want that I hadn't to be thought, thought that through. Really, I hadn't actually thought about that story until a couple days ago. And I was like, "Oh man, yeah, that she happened." And Jesse, you know, well, I don't know if I should mention names. But yeah, I already said it. Jesse and I were fucking dying because after all of that, you know, you're in this like tense situation. Then, chicken wing. Yo, look. The absurdity of it all, you know. I mean, that's what makes it funny, right? Is the tension is broken with something completely fucking absurd, right? Of just like, yo, man, are you dying? You're dying, right? You want these? You want these fucking wings? Come on, man. Look where you're headed. You know, you may you may now want to be hungry. You know, on the way. So, all right. Now, I want to say yeah. there was another story that you had, and it was about mango. Is that right? Oh, right. I mentioned that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, if you want to get into it, we can. If not, if you got, some, if you have another one in the tank, obviously, I just oh, don't man. think. We can get into mango. I, uh, yeah, I'm unprepared. Let's go with mango because, like, yeah, I just told that one not too long ago. Uh, let me ask you this, Jim, before we get into it. Sure, sure. If someone you knew vaguely at a bar, a regular, but like not even an all-the-time regular, just a regular that comes in. Like an acquaintance who like maybe passing questions, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, you know the man's name, but it's not like you know anything about him. Sure. Uh, if a man like that asked you to come over and, and try a mango that he said is the best mango you've ever had, you, what would you assume? It's a weird guy who likes mangoes. Is there more to it than that? I mean, yeah. Like, just given what you've told me, 
right? I'm not setting a, it up, obviously. Yeah, more clearly. Yeah, no, yeah, there's got there. The other shoe will drop. Um, but yeah. I got to give a little bit of my insight uh, to to the story. Is if I just knew him uh, casually, not friend, really selling a mango. I would then have to ask, what does mango mean? Is right. that code? How like? Because I know this can't just be a mango. Because you could have just brought the mango, right? Yeah. Like how yeah. come? Uh, how come I have to go to your house to eat it? You know, yeah. th- there's there would be questions about the proximity of the mango. So specifically, you don't know what that's referring to. You just know it's something. Right? It's got to be something. Like you don't need like the particular thing that it is. If you're really enthusiastic about like fruit. Yeah, yeah. Like if he if he said, all right, look, if he was like, hey man, I have made this like whatever uh, uh, three three layer dip, right? Like, come try it. I'd be like, okay, sounds like it's something. Or like, hey, I've just made this like uh, chicken cacciatore. Come check it out. I'd be like, okay, this is probably chicken. But like mango or like yeah. like fruit. Fruit has the sexual connotation to it. I would think. I guess know? it does. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty naive, so let me just start by saying. <laughs> so, you know, part of being a bartender, you know, occasionally I'm told people hit on you, right, and stuff like that. That's like part of part of it. Sure, sure, sure. I'm usually a daytime bartender. I don't really see that kind of thing. Right. But uh, this guy's wife would hit on me constantly. His wife would hit on you constantly. And I'm like the last person to know that they're being, you know, like it was just, it was gross. Oh, me too. I have no idea. Like I just realized like five years ago, someone hit on me and I was like, oh, I think she was interested. Yeah. But she made it very obvious and you know, nice couple, but after like, you know, two Guinness, they're both like just shit can and you know, it's just, it gets very loose with them. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now I should back up. I've probably told you this story before, but there were a lot of things leading up to the mango. We're like, you know, I like them. I like 99% of people, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. But they were just kind of weird, you know? Like, I didn't really want our relationship to transcend the bar. You know, I have not in the walls. From your house, I love it. It's awesome, right? We're buddies. Them, I kind of want to stay away a little bit. <laughs> and this is evidenced by, you know, I was taking the train one time. It's, it's early. I'm going to a dentist appointment. And, uh, I see a dude out of the corner of my eye, right? And I hear him call my name. I had headphones in, but I wasn't listening to anything, Jim. Mm-hmm. So I start bobbing my head like I am listening to something, you know, trying to, trying to play it. Sure. I hear on the chain, I realized that uh, my headphones were unplugged. And they were just... <laughs> so this happened with this guy. Let's call him Doug. I don't want to use his real name. Sure, yeah, yeah. Doug So I feel this. bad because Doug knows I blew him off or thinks I'm crazy, whatever it is. And now they're constantly asking me to come over. And I, I don't, I just, this is before the mango situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And so like one day she asks me like, Hey man, where do you live? And I'm like real vague. I'm like, Oh, you know, that way. And she's like, Oh, you live that way. Like you should stop by. We're just a couple blocks. You, should come, you know, after work one day, da, da, da. like all these little traps are set. We're like, sure. Just, I can't make excuses. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, uh, one day, Doug sitting at the bar by himself. Okay. And, you know, I'm about now, to get- was yeah. there anyone, anyone else around for this? Oh, Is sure. It- yeah. It was, you know, regular night. Okay. And he goes, uh, you going home right after work? 
Now, in my mind, I'm thinking he's going to ask me to stay for a beer. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just headed home, man. You know, and he's like, all right, cool. And you like mangoes? And now the way he said it, Jim, the way he enunciated mango made me think that he thought I didn't know what a fucking mango was. Just kind of drew it out. He was like, do you like mangoes? So that's, that's how I took it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I took it wrong. So the way I responded was like, fuck yeah, I like mangoes. <laughs> don't to convince this guy I've heard of a mango before, right? Right. Oh, Ralph. Oh, yeah. Dear God, Ralph. And he, his eyes now, just lit up. Yeah, now, let me ask you, I mean, it, the exact pitch, exact delivery, like, so do you like mangoes? Like that? Yeah, just like that, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like not knowing that there was some kind of foul play going on, I thought he was like, I don't know, man, does Ralph know what a mango is? Like, that's what it seemed like to me. Right. I'm reading the situation all wrong. But that elicits a very, you know, fuck yeah response from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like mangoes, dude, right? Holy um, shit, man. And like I said, his eyes light up and I'm like, ah, all right. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I got the best mango at home. You got to come over. I know you're heading home in like an hour. Right. I'm going to head home. Just swing by. You got to try this mango, dude. And I'm like, ah, and there's no way out. I'm thinking of the headphones. I'm thinking of like, you know, blowing them off in the past and all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, sure. fuck it. You know what? I'll come over and try the mango. Sure. Oh I my God. Oh Let my God. This. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward about an hour, hour and 15 ring their buzzer, go up to their apartment. Very nice apartment. And something doesn't smell right. There are just like too many candles lit for like a mango snack. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I walk in and, uh, let's call her Stephanie. He's like, yeah, Stephanie's just in the bedroom. If you want to just, uh, and I was like, Still, still didn't dawn on me that this was weird. Like I felt weird. Right? I was like, oh man, like, uh, I only got a little bit, like where, where's the mango? And we both had in that moment, I saw his face. He was like, oh dude. I was like, oh, oh, got it. Got it. Holy shit. Oh, that's a mango. That's a mango. The disappointment in his face. Oh. And then I made some bad joke. I was like, I don't know, apple, pear, am I walking out of here fruitless today? And I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> and I bounced. And I haven't seen them since. <laughs> but now here's the thing. That's I go to work the next man. day. And I'm asking people like, dude, mango, this and that. And they're like, nah, man, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Right. I asked this guy, Joe, who lives across the street. I'm like, dude. Somebody asked you if you wanted to try a mango. And before I can even get it out, he goes, somebody wanted you to fuck their wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a code. <laughs> like apparently in some circles, that is code. That is code. Now here's the thing. My man lived across the street. The so, guy who, the guy who was hip to the code of like. Hip to the code. So either there's a code out there or they did the same thing to him. Cause he's only a few blocks away, but. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. The thing that happened to me one time, Jim. That's fucking hilarious, dude. I, so I'm gonna leave it here, fruitless. What's what's up? Yeah, what's what's, yeah. what, what's the didn't next? land at all. No, I mean I'm sure he was like, like I would say it ups, annoyed. Like I bet he was very oh. annoyed that you like 
they they put in all this time for you to fuck his wife and then like the day that they're like oh he like gets the code and you show up and you're like so where's the mangoes i'll be honest with you man you know in that hour preceding i had really worked up i kind of wanted a mango dude to be honest with you you know uh, <laughs> totally awkward shit i at least want to i want a mango he said he had a really good mango you said, you said there were mangoes involved, and now clearly there's not. So this is disappointing. That you should, you know, you since you have their address, you should uh, send them like a bouquet of mangoes and be like, "Here." Oh man, an edible arrangement would have been really a class yeah. act for me. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Really, really oh, smooth man. that over with them. It's too late now, man. Yeah, no, nah, that ship sailed, man. I mean, since you have it's like clearly they're just like we can never go to that bar again, right? Yeah. And I'll be honest, and, man, you know, they weren't the best pay, like they weren't bad, but they'd get drunk and it got uncomfortable and all this. So like, you know, one mango, they're out of my life for good. Forever, right? <laughs> That's and you know what's funny though, I'm thinking about this, just this whole story is like obviously like he was like yo you know ralph is game he's coming over for mangoes she's like loves mangoes he said (laughs) yeah and like so he like direct quote probably from him to her like yo ralph fucking loves mangoes and he's really coming over to have some mangoes it's gonna be awesome and so then she's like this is great and so then she's in the room and then he's got to go in there and be like (laughs) look babe he wanted like a mango, not a mango. And I'm sorry. And you know, I'm the idiot here. I know that. Who goes to a, <laughs> who goes to a couple's house at like eleven o'clock on a Friday night to eat fruit? Like what what was yeah. that? I, I it uh well what you were thinking was is that I need to do this so that years later there will be a podcast where I could tell the story of me really just Amelia Bedelia in the whole situation. <laughs> just like you said there were mangoes, correct? I am here for a mango. And they're like, But that's not a fruit we're talking about. And you're like, Yes it is, because what else can a mango be? Hmm? Tell me. Yeah. That's my funny. attempt to save the situation just made it so much worse, you know, uh, or, or better, depending or on <laughs> if you're on my side of the story, I think right. he made it great. I yeah, feel like yeah, this was a enough. nice, nice button to the, to the, uh, to the joke is, yeah. you know, Hey, let's tie this one up and say, Hey, I'm, am I leaving here fruitless? What's the deal? And they're like, yes, you are. Yeah. So are we, so are yeah. we, it's, uh, it's, it's ended. It ended there. That is incredibly hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, look, you know what? Um, thank you, Ralph, for coming back to uh, hang and shred with me and bring some more of these wild stories uh, uh, to the show. Um, now, we're going to get into our, 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 our next segment of the show, final segment of the show, which is what were you drinking? Now, I apologize to listeners who have come back from hiatus. I know that that this section of the show was in the first two seasons, but quite frank, I forgot that this is something I used to do, and this is really funny. Um, So I'm really excited to bring this back. Um, This is a section of the show, again, was called What Were You Drinking? Now, what I do is because my Facebook and Twitter line is pretty messy, um, I have some posts 
that only one could say, what were you drinking when you wrote it? Now, I'm going to read this to you, Ralph, as someone who has watched many people drink over the years. So you've seen varieties of uh, drunkenness, and hopefully we together can sleuth out what it is these people were drinking. So here we go. Now, I will, uh, and again, of course, if you need questions for context, dates, time, um, uh, gender, you know, what, if you need those to, to work through this, obviously I can give that to you. All right. So here we go. I'm home from jail. Just in case anybody was wondering where I was. I'll read it again. I'm home from jail. Just in case anybody was wondering where I was. I'm sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, The fact that this person has people in his life that would wonder whether they were in jail. That that says something already. Already, mm-hmm. this is good context. Family man. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you? Yeah, what's what? Do, what do you think they were sipping on uh, for? Oh, this is always that. That's it. That's the. That's whole. it. That's it. I'm oh. home from jail. In case anybody is wondering where I was. Period. Nothing else. Oh man. See, this brings to mind a very specific person to me. Okay, okay. Uh, who would and has posted almost verbatim <laughs> that very line. And so going on on this person, uh, oh, man, Jim, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with something. I'm going to say Jameson. Jamo, huh? Whiskey. I think this is a whiskey-fueled whiskey uh, post. I'm picturing someone who doesn't normally go to prison getting right. uh-oh drunk on Jameson and, you know, probably face-planting somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's my guess, yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting you say that because, like, this does sound like an uh-oh drunk because, like... In it's case, always an uh-oh drunk if you're in prison, yeah. In jail, right? Like, if you... Like, in this guy's case, like, he went to jail. He's very much an uh-oh situation because of the alcohol and then saying to himself, yeah, I wonder if anybody... Just curious as to what's going on. Because I've been on, you know, well, look, when you go to jail, you can't really use your phone. You can't, yeah. you know, it, you, you can't, uh, you can't tweet. You can't DM. You are generally put into, you lose a lot of that, that, that communication piece. And this says something about my own projections on this case. I, I heard the, in case anyone was wondering where I was, as almost a, uh, I almost a brag of, you know, I was in jail just in case anyone, you know, like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On some tough guy shit. Like, yeah, but I could be totally wrong. In case any of y'all want to know how I get down. Uh, yeah, I was just in the can. So no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. And also if you want to come fuck with me, I will be drunk on whiskey and I will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, fast in a hurry. Um, so yeah, that, that like beers, you know, drinking beers, but then like getting very deep into Jameson and either doing mm-hmm. something stupid or yeah. I mean, you know, I would, I would also just to kind of go with, uh, this of the Jameson, uh, beer connection that, yeah. um, this is probably his fault that he was in jail. Like this oh, is, yeah. this wasn't self-defense. This wasn't like, you know, uh, I don't know, 
pick another victimless crime where he's just like, oh, my fault. You know, it's like... If this were an upstanding taxpaying citizen of the United States, people would know that he was in jail. He'd have someone to call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But since since no one seemed to give a shit, right? They enough did. that this had to be like a social media post. Yeah, like kind of tells you something about like, I bet no one was surprised. They may no. not have known that he but yeah. And also I would say too that like, even though we, you like, there's a certainly like the tough guy uh, perspective to take, but also could be very passive aggressive. Uh, in case you were wondering where I was, yeah. I was in jail. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. in jail. Yeah. One of those two attitudes mm-hmm. prevailed in that situation. Either. Yeah. was in jail, you know, no big deal. Or, just in case you were, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because none of you call or text me, you should understand that I was incarcerated and no one cared. I'm going to go a step further and say that uh, this person, while it was probably their fault that it happened, they also feel like the victim in this situation. <laughs> yes, I I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Do you have the answer already or are we learning together? I feel like we're, we're on this journey together um, because Ooh. certainly um, like- I'm not going to follow up on this and be like, hey, listen, uh, would you care to tell me what substance you were under when you wrote this? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. No, no, no. That's not, that's not part of my MO here. Uh, we are here to explore this together. Yes. So that being said, that is our segment of what were you drinking? Uh, Piers, the gentleman was off some whiskey and some beer. Very bad combination because it will land you in the jail. So all that being said, uh, Ralph, it's been a pleasure to have you back on another. Yes. To have you on for season three of open bar talk podcast. Um, you know, I know it is COVID times and bars are certainly not open, uh, as accessible as we, they are in New York, but is there anything you want to plug anything you got going on, uh, outside of the bar game that you want to talk about or let people know where they can find you? Oh yeah. You know, you can find me in fourth Avenue pub, hopefully in February. Fingers yes. crossed. And, Fing- uh, Fingers crossed, uh, uh, February 4th Avenue Pub in Brooklyn. Uh, come check Ralph out. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, an amazing well, bar time. Comedy show as well. When that starts up again, we got to say something about that. So. Motherfucking right, man. You know, I don't know if, uh, side note, uh, probably uh, should be off air, but who cares? I sent you a picture of Tommy and I and you from Muddy Waters. I didn't see I it. I'm going to check it. Yeah, you got to check the, check the FB messenger. Uh, nice. that picture is uh is ready and available for you to look at because it was a better time yeah, uh, yeah. i'll say that um so all right you know what uh, that's gonna do it for us uh again thank y'all for tuning in listening uh open bar talk at gmail.com uh open bar talk on instagram is another place to get at us uh, if you want to find the show uh podcast wise anywhere we download a podcast where you can get us uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars. We really appreciate that. Uh, it'd be very dope um, to to do that. Uh, if you want to find me, I am at Jim Search on all social media. Uh, JimSearchComedy.com is another place to find my shit. Uh, you know, and of course, Ralph, uh, always a pleasure to have you on, sir. We, uh, we're very happy to have you. And again, you know what? Uh, we maybe have you back on a third one. Why not? Oh, man. All right. 
Why not? Uh, because again, I'm happy to. There, uh, we ain't gonna run out of stories. People keep drinking. Yeah. Um, so that again, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, make sure you put a water between each drink, and we will uh, catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>